2: Oh, I am turbo-fucking-charged for this happy hour Uh because I got my booster yesterday. Yeah, you Uh did. I'm boosted. I got my third funky cold Moderna, right? Take it. And I'm with Chris Rock. Get it. Get it, Chris Rock. (laughs) Do we need to start over or? No. Okay. He'll edit that out.
3: Where's
0: my anti-vaxxers at? Where you at? Where you at? You fucking dumb Kyrie motherfuckers.
2: That was fantastic because you had to be vaxxed to be in that venue. so uh-huh. <laughs> It's dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. This was dumb motherfucker week if you're uh, not vaccinated. Yes. Because the mandates are kicking in, they are working. Oh, my God. Right. We have an antiviral pill that looks like is going to be out soon from uh, Pfizer. Game changer. We have uh, kids getting vaccinated, able to get vaccinated. Yep. But we're able to get our booster. By the way, go get your booster. I think they were saying the demand is less than they thought. So Travis and I don't technically qualify. We just walked in. They didn't ask any questions.
4: I don't think people fully are educated on the booster shots and that they are eligible for them. Like, I really didn't know. Dylan's the one who said, hey, I'm eligible for a booster. And I said, well, let me see if I am too because I got my my second shot a week after you. So I walked in and I got it.
2: Yeah. No, they didn't uh, they didn't ask. Yeah. I was going to make up a bullshit work excuse cuz we are t- in close quarters and we don't wear masks, that's, which is bullshit, not, but yeah. still.
4: That's not, still, that's not I didn't CDC. Need,
2: I did not need my bullshit work excuse. No.
4: Although you did get nervous when they asked you I a question. I did panic. Yes, I did panic. Yeah. I'm
2: like I, just, I qualify under the workplace thing. And they were like we're just asking if you're immune compromised because of the dosage. Cuz if you are, they give you a full dosage. Right. If you're not, they give you
4: I had a friend who they to get an appointment yeah. the screener questionnaire the only way he get, could get in is if he said he had a compromised immune system yeah and when he went to get his shot the the nurse said and you have a compromised immune system and he's like oh oh that must have been a mistake and she's like oh well i'm glad i asked because you get a half dose instead of the full oh, dose okay all right <laughs> and he was like thank you
2: i would have panicked and blurted out like everything in the eczema seborrhea psoriasis commercial psoriasis commercial i have
1: all, all of it i have
2: everything and i need
4: to... <clears throat> like like a uh, jim's disclaimer
2: yes what? Oh, yes. I would have said that. I would have said I have uh, Steinberg Flavin.
4: Warning. Listeners of The Stephanie Miller Show have been known to suffer serious side effects, including but not limited to rickets, rabies, scabies, eczema, the heartbreak of psoriasis, hemorrhoids, hematomas, heebie gingivitis, laryngitis, halitosis, expialidocious, projectile diarrhea, Epstein-Barr, Kreutzfeldt-Jakob, Steinberg Flavin, mm-hmm. undescended testicles, distended ovaries, and exploding uvula yeah. syndrome. Consult your doctor if you are pregnant, awake, breathing, or have eaten within 12 hours. Some settling may have occurred. Do not use near open flame. Seek immediate medical intention if ingested do not induce vomiting i have an ectopic pregnancy
2: yeah i clearly yeah. i do as well <laughs> no. okay i went to kaiser travis went to CVS. i have friends that went to Rite aid or walgreens just go i'm going to bonds yeah you can go anywhere yeah. just go get your booster get it eat it okay and this is like we have boosted this happy hour because this right is jen kirkman who is off to write for mrs mazel in brooklyn for many months this yes. is her last time in studio for a while Aww. she is pure magic and then uh, Representative Brandon Boyle, who is a great sport. <laughs> yes, He, he puts is. up with you. Yes, he does. And he, and he comes a back. And fantastic congressman and kept us the very latest up to date on the uh, all the legislation, mm-hmm. moving or not moving. <laughs> oh, fuck, mansion.
4: Um, and he sucked up, too, at the very end. And that's why he liked He it. did.
2: Oh, he did. He said, however young he looks, I look younger.
4: <clears throat> he's a politician. That's not
2: the reason I chose this happy hour. Stephanie needs uh-huh. a politician. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. Enjoy our happy hour, motherfuckers.
1: Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
2: Look at you. You're just a great big gift. Thank Good you. Good morning, Jen. You brought Good morning. Me a belated uh, 40th birthday gift yeah, and also birthday. a card that plays. Hang on. Let's see. Come on. Come on. What's not magic about Jen Kirkman and her candy cane headdress that flashes? Candy corn. Corn.
1: Oh, it should be candy cane. She's got Christmas on the brain. Can you get a Christmas one with candy canes? I hope to. I mean, it's all up to CVS and and what they want to have in stock. And you said
2: on the card, happy belated birthday, love Jen. Sorry, not Garner or Aniston. Okay, but you know what? Jen Kirkman just as hot. It still fits in with my Jen rule that every every Jen is hot, right? Name one that isn't.
4: I think if you wouldn't have put not Aniston or Garner on she would have just put on her mantle and when people came over, she would have said, oh, no, that's from Garner. Garner. Oh, you're
2: right. I just want to change James stories. James Garner, oh, Aniston. Her. That's
1: just their joke. Yeah. Like, that, that's a joke they do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's
4: All right. like their foreplay.
2: All right. I know you say a lot about ageism, though, and that we should own it, our age, and not be, to which I say, <laughs> out. I'm going to fight it like a honey badger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. You can do what you want, but, no, but others should. Right, but you yeah. say when people
2: say to you, oh, you look a lot younger yeah you hear oh it would be disgusting if i actually were the age that i am yeah, and exactly. i would be Thank completely God. unable. right yes like brian may from queen who's running the board while chris is on vacation i came down here yesterday naked to do my sh- naked sunday show as i always do by myself to cardboard cutouts and he was here fixing something Uh uh-uh. and he said he was horrified and i was like what happened to the time when men made a joke about
1: how hot that was I, it's now suddenly I'm disgusting. Maybe he's just a gentleman. Maybe it wasn't like anything personal.
3: No, I, I think there's a point in your life when you see yourself yeah. in the Nordstrom's mirror in the dressing room. Yes. And you realize no one is ever going to want to see you naked again. Yeah.
1: Well, I haven't reached
2: that <laughs> moment, Brian May. I work out like a meth crazed weasel for a reason. Hi, Jen. How are <laughs> you? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. See, I can't take her seriously now either with her candy corn headdress. It it hurts. We're just messing with you. you.
1: On the commercial break, I'm going to take it off because it it gives it's giving me a headache. Is it it is like it's a, tight. a crown of it's tight
2: a, thorn, a crown of thorns? It's like okay. a crown of thorns. Right. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way,
2: you're on. <laughs> I'm on my Bill Maher rant today because when did he become a COVID denier? He's driving me insane. Right? What? Okay. You, t- uh, you tweeted, I love how Bill Maher thinks we're all the ones who need to lighten up. Have you ever seen his barely contained rage when a joke bombs every joke or when someone <laughs> on the panel makes fun of him? I just am, I, I, I'm particularly I don't understand the COVID denying stuff and someone that c- claimed he- to be a liberal.
1: He had COVID.
2: Right. How, what, is he, what is he denying? That well, we he's should... basically saying it's over and only Democrats want to hang on to it. And it makes him mad when he sees someone in a mask because it's all over. I'm like... It's not over. And oh, and COVID, uh, you know, Colin Powell died of other stuff. Not... No, he didn't die of other stuff. He died of COVID. Right. right?
1: Which the other stuff would have... Like, right. It... He was
2: treating the other stuff. Yeah. It is
1: obviously... COVID kicked it into high gear.
2: Thank you. And Thank more, you.
1: more had COVID... And breakthrough.
4: You
2: know, ironically, your microphone is not as high as it should be, and you are in control of the microphones, Brian. May. <laughs>
4: That's always the bad microphone, though. Oh, okay. It's a not. Well, microphone. Chris
2: is. You don't even. Chris doesn't need a microphone. I can hear him now. He's in Mexico, without a microphone. Jen, my point is, yeah. yes, I don't know. He's on this. You know, he said, "Oh, I, I'm touring now, and the red states are all great. The blue states uh, are a pain in the ass." Meaning, because we have masking and it's vaccine not, requirements. I mean. And that's why we're all not all the ones dying in in the hospital now. It's the
1: red states that are... Right. I've got my booster, right? I'm oh, boosted. I'm so jealous. I got it like weeks ago because I have asthma and yeah. could get it. But, you know, I go into places, they check your vaccine card, you have to wear a mask. It's not a big deal. And then some places you don't wear one. You know, I my life's pretty much back to normal yeah. in a way that's a little bit scary. Was that
2: too Hollywood that I revealed that I was going to try to get a booster this week, but I decided to get Botox instead?
4: That's on brand.
2: You can't get both. I have a my social life is opening back up again. Let's just say after COVID. Oh,
1: I see. So you needed it. Hey, listen, priorities, people.
2: I but I have to. I'm not. I don't qualify for a booster, so I have to go. You know, lie or something. I thought we
1: could just get them. You can just you can get, one you can. You can get one now. You can get one now. Travis got one, and he's I, not. I really yeah. think Biden was low key, like just get a booster. Everybody. I'm going to just
2: take a picture of you and say this is my work environment. <laughs> Don't you think there's a good chance, or you let, last week, just, just as Nightwing, I'll be like, don't you think there's a good chance one of these lunatics is going to give me COVID? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Give me the booster. Mm-hmm.
1: But they really aren't checking. It's not like before where there's a not enough. They It's just, they got plenty. there was all this messaging that was, right. and I heard Dr. Fauci on a podcast. It really right. was him. It wasn't like someone pretending to be him. And he said, listen, this whole nonsense of, hey, at least you're not going to end up in the hospital. We That's not ideal you don't even want the symptoms of a breakthrough trust me get if you don't want symptoms get a booster
2: yeah so wear a mask until we all enough people are vaccinated that we you know you weren't i I don't understand it's not over i mean
1: the little la COVID bot i follow on twitter still a thousand cases a day well we've
2: yeah we've plateaued we've stopped going down and so gavin newsom just warned like get your booster and let's not do the same thing we did last year where then it's you know because now there's delta plus with more leg room before you're intubated okay (gasps) Uh. okay All right. So uh, you also tweeted, oh, uh, somebody said child-free people out there. Do you have a child-free role model? And you said Jesus, Oprah, Amy Sedaris.
1: Those are good choices. Yeah. I always like to remind people Jesus did not have kids. Right. And, you know, usually the people that get on you for not having kids.
2: Yeah. I used to argue the most successful talk show hosts at that time, like radio and TV, like Rush, Jay Leno, Oprah, all didn't have children. But somehow, despite not having children, I did also not become wildly successful. So really, that formula didn't work out for me. But it doesn't mean it's not a good aspiration, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily... I mean, yeah, I didn't hit any, like, career things because I didn't have kids. But at least I don't take it out on my kids.
2: Right. Uh, my
1: career didn't go the way it was supposed right. to because of you. I always... I just I, say
2: it to myself. I identify with Catherine and She said, if I had a cold
1: and I missed an opening night
2: because of a sick child, I'd be... Yeah, our ass. That was me. Uh, I just thought that.
1: Okay, I might not have a big career, but you know what I do have? When I opened that, I was like, that's the greatest card ever. It really is. And it was the last one. Really is. Uh, There's a reason why it was the last one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right, you, uh, uh, Muller, she wrote, our friends, you retweeted, uh, said, because although you have rightly brought charges against those that stormed the Capitol. The evidence shows you will soon have to make hard decisions about those that organized and incited the attack in the first place, said uh, Jerry Nadler to Garland. And you said, hopefully it won't be a hard decision for Merrick Garland because it is not a hard decision. I do not know what to say about Merrick Garland. I don't know what day we're in on the Bannon
1: thing. It's like
2: 10 business days. Yes, he better get nine. indicted soon. Or
1: I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't want to be the do something Twitter. I don't want Bob Seska to get mad at me, but I, 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 I don't know at this point. Uh, Merrick Garland's going to give a sign. I know he's doing other good things. Yeah. Uh, The fact that he he can just bring up charges against Trump on his own. I I thought that's why we were. And
2: you don't know how much of my life I live hoping not to make Bob Seska mad. I mean, that is basically (laughs) the true line.
1: But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I think he's I think we're getting Mullard again. Uh, I I I know.
2: I know. Well, I mean, and I think that's why we also have to use Inherent Contempt. We have to use every tool at our disposal because mm-hmm. this is... I mean, look at all this new stuff coming out. Have you read any of this uh, Washington Post stuff? And I, I mean, it's all... It really did... I'm reading Adam Schiff's book. I mean, Travis, and you are too. Yeah, I'm listening it to It gives audio me version. flashbacks to Mueller and Ukraine yeah. and what I'm like, they're just going to keep doing this because they just keep getting away with it. How many times does Adam Schiff have to say it? I mean... New court filings show Trump is trying to block the committee uh, from invest- from receiving documents that include handwritten notes, phone logs, even a draft of
1: his January sixth speech. You don't oh. go to those
2: lengths unless there is a boatload of incriminating stuff. In I there. start
1: getting nervous when people are like, "He's got something up his sleeve. We just don't know about it." Oh, no. I know, I know. I know. That is not right. Good
2: they for they my don't talk health. about ongoing investigations. So, right, he can't say. But I'm like, I.
1: You can say there's an ongoing investigation. Just tell me there's an ongoing investigation that's not they, the January 6th committee.
4: They have said that there is an ongoing investigation about January 6th, though. They, they, he said they, that at, yeah. at, at last week in one of the hearings. with. The, She's
2: right. We to... have Mueller PTSD right. and Ukraine PTSD. Fair. and Just nothing seems and all to of this matter. He, with...
1: He's just so by the book. There, nobody knows what the book is. No no American right. watching is going, well, they didn't, you know, uh, they followed all the norms. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Right.
4: And Bill Barr wiped his ass with the book. Yeah. Speaking
2: right. of uh, Chairman Schiff, uh, yeah, here he is talking about. Uh, you know, I
3: think the NTGS are, you know, no, The next one. Nuts. Cut, but man runs for president on a platform of building a wall that he says Mexico is going to pay. Man runs for president on a platform of building a wall that he says Mexico is going to pay for. Mm. <laughs> it's an absurd idea to begin with. He becomes president, of course. He doesn't build a wall because Mexico's is not, not going to pay for it. Um, and then his buddies, including Mr. Bannon, um, raise money from his own supporters to purportedly build a wall, steal it. And then he pardons them for stealing from his own people. It's the most consummate den of thieves and grifters imaginable.
2: Yeah. Why do you think Michael Flynn is free to start another coup? Because he got away with the first one and they got
1: pardoned right and then he decides like they... and he just called dr fauci joseph mengele i think right that that was flynn just right naming the favorite where nazis did they go to lunch after that i forget
4: oh wh- oh when you when you're craving a burger you should always go to right yes
2: after you make your latest go
4: the burger, the <laughs> burger, the burger. i go now to the Hitler burger to get myself my lunch
2: yeah, we just we warn Brian May whenever Nazi analogies come up. Just be ready.
4: We all go to the Hitlerberger.
2: Um, okay, so the Washington Post published a three-part investigation that found law enforcement officials failed to heal, heed mounting red flags that there would be violence. When the uh, Congress formalized the Electoral College vote on January 6th, the project documented the consequences of Trump's inaction during the siege and how his false claims of election fraud helped incite the attack. Uh, in the ensuing months fostered a deep destructive trust of the voting process across the country. The Post provided Trump with a list of 37 findings reported as part of its investigation. His spokesperson (laughs) provided a lengthy written response that included a series of unrelated inflammatory claims that the Post will not publish in full. Mm -hmm. Um, He, uh, Trump, uh, oh, this is new. This is something he's never said this before. He uh, slammed it as fake news. Is that something he's ever said before? Mm -hmm. What is this morning statement from the office of the? What's this? What is this about? Something else, or is this about? Oh, this is a lengthy. That's a long one. Jen, Hooray! Jen, how many rewrites would that if so? If you someone submitted that to you on Mrs. Maisel, yeah. that speech, how long? Would, how much editing? They would have
1: to just yeah. cut it down to two sentences. Right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> cut oh. it down to a tweet. Oh, this is
2: he's mad at uh, Lincoln Project because Fox is airing stuff about how I. Glenn Youngkin is, doesn't want him there, which is true, because isn't he just like calling into something today? T- tonight,
4: yeah.
1: Right. Oh, I thought he even canceled that. Are you sure he still is? The Lincoln the Project... rally
2: I don't know. He released... An, they released an ad claiming that loser Trump had been banned from Virginia by the Republican candidate. It seems to have bothered him in some way. A little bit. It seems to have gotten under his skin somehow. Uh, yeah, so... Then he... That's what the lengthy statement yeah, is I, about. He
1: is so... E- I mean, like Hillary Clinton said, bait him with a tweet, but... Yeah, they do that to get under his skin, and yes. he knows it. And he's
2: they only responds. run ads in Mar-a-Lago and <laughs> <know>. at Bedminster, <laughs> only in those he media actually markets. Actually,
1: lets them know it's working. Right. But that's and
2: he, right. Then he goes. So
4: <laughs> Apparently, he's already saying that there are there's election fraud in Virginia.
2: Of course, they, in the race that Glenn Youngkin has already lost. Yes. Of course. Yes. That's how
1: we know we're winning, though, right? When right. they start yes. saying election front a week in advance or right. days in advance. But You're like, oh, oh good. this is good for us.
2: They did that in California.
0: Yeah. We're yeah. like, the- oh,
2: New- Newsom's going to win again. It's win. like free election. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's TV slash poppods to get 50% off your first month.
2: Our friend Representative Brendan Boyle tweeted, great news, paid family and medical leave provisions are back Mm -hmm. in the Build Back Better Act. Mm -hmm. Uh, He did not cancel because I made an age how young you looks joke. See, he's here, Representative Brendan Boyle. Up. Good morning.
3: Right, let's let me clarify. Not a joke. 2700 jokes yes thank we you add up all of the times i've been on this show yes. 2, I, don't, I
2: don't count on you listening oh dear okay well <laughs> <laughs> representative I, so we of course said to you is it really off air is it really is it infrastructure week and you said oh there's there's a little oh i'm sorry i'm hitting all the wrong buttons you said there's a little snag to which i was looking for my oh dear <laughs> And I said, are the snags named right, Joe or Kirsten? And you said no. <laughs> What's, what is happening? No, at the moment,
3: stop if you've heard this before. right? Uh, we, <laughs> we might not have the votes at the moment. <sighs> but look, we have to, have to, have to get this done. I think 99% of us uh, on the House Democratic side recognize that. Um, I do believe this latest issue, which seems to be over, the lack of a CBO score, um, which, you know, is a, a legitimate concern. I, I don't want to give that short shrift. Absolutely no one in my congressional district, whenever I go back home, will ask me about the CBO score ever. Right. We already have a projection from something called the JCT, right. um, which is called the Joint Committee on Taxation. It's at least just as legitimate. It shows that this bill is fully, not only is this bill fully paid for it, the moment it actually raises more in revenue Than is spent, so it actually uh, improves the deficit, helps bring it down a little bit.
2: Well, Moody's, um, yeah, Moody's said the same thing, Representative. And um, yeah, yeah, Moody's
3: is another is another um, obviously very well trusted, nonpartisan the sort of analysis they do. You know, not just for here in Congress, but obviously the markets and everyone looks at the the figures from Moody's. They've had remarkably glowing. Uh, projections on what this report will, will do, and Moody's is run by a former McCain economic advisor. Yeah. So uh, I, I just don't um, agree with the, the most recent concern to be raised.
2: Well, that's what I, I understand. Uh, Speaker Pelosi wrote to you last night and cited uh, what you just said. The, um, the the bill is fully paid for. Uh, from it cites an estimate from the nonpartisan Joint Committee on Taxation, um, and, and found the Build Back Better bill would raise one point four seven trillion from new taxes. So, w- when do we get the CBO score? So, w- when, now when is that?
3: We don't know. Um, uh it, hopefully, it would be later today, but okay. because there there have been last minute changes inserted, um, you know, most of this bill obviously has been been written and talked about for quite some time. So we're, we're kind of more at the tweaking stage. But really, no one knows, and I have not been informed when CBO would be able to get their work done. Hopefully, it would be today, and then that would assuage the problem that it seems at the moment four or five of my House Democratic colleagues have enough to, uh, to stop progress. So we were hoping to vote both of these this morning. Um, and at the moment, we seem to be at a pause.
2: So we could still have infrastructure this week, Daddy? We
3: could. We could. still be by the end I, of today?
2: I, it just depends.
3: Possibly by the end of today. And <laughs> okay. if it's not today, I'm committed to staying here this weekend. Okay. I think it would be embarrassing if we left today and we didn't get it done, especially after what happened at the polls on Tuesday. I think, all right, if it's not today, we stay here this weekend, we pass both bills, it'll be uh, really landmark, um, the kind of things that we're talking about. I'm also concerned, you know, that unfortunately this process has just taken forever, and, you know, it looks ugly to the American people. And so that has taken away our opportunity to talk about all the Damn good things that yep. are in here. Truly historic.
2: Yep. And can I just say, you tweeted about it. You said the overwhelming majority of House Democrats, perhaps even 100% of House Democrats, strongly support the release text of Build Back Better. Uh, Will Manchin and Cinema say the same? Let's get this done and deliver for the American people. I just, I, I'm so annoyed, Representative, with the mainstream media. Always the take is disaster for Democrats, Democrats in disarray, when it is, like you said, Nearly a hundred percent of Democrats. It's two. It's two Democratic senators that are against what a hundred percent of Democrats pretty much in in the Congress. And as you know, in polling on each element of these bills, what is it, seventy five oh, the to eighty five percent of the American people, right, are, are for so, some so, of them.
3: Some of the provisions even have almost the majority of Republicans supporting them. It's, it's incredible. Um, you know, a part of this is, and I know this isn't the most exciting answer, but it's the reality. This is a historically narrow margin. If you look back through the whole history of Congress, I mean, the Senate is literally 50-50. And the House of Representatives, we can only afford to have three um, folks from our side, you know, uh, vote the other way. Um, What that means is even if we have 98 percent of House Democrats on board, that's not enough. And even if we have ninety-eight percent of Senate Democrats with us, that's not enough. So that is part of the challenge
2: that we're just working. Yeah, it will be historic when you guys get this done. Because to to me, you barely you have forty-eight in the Senate. Really, Mm -hmm. you barely have fifty because of Mansion and Cinema. And it's well, can we just talk about? You brought up Tuesday. I love that you, uh, Chris Eliza tweeted, what is the billionaire tax and why it probably won't work? And you said, respectfully, Chris Eliza is just plain wrong. Um, respectfully, Chris Eliza is always wrong, can I just say? <laughs> I am so sick of these hot takes about... Everything about what happened on Tuesday. Can I let me just read you a couple more New York Times, a national Democratic Party that talks up progressive policies at the expense of bipartisan ideas and that dwells on Donald Trump at the expense of forward looking ideals is at the risk of becoming a marginal Democratic Party appealing only to the left. Representative, all of these things in both of these bills, as you say, I guess would be considered progressive policies. Right. And they are wildly popular with the American people. So it's just the framing of all of this drives me crazy. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I, so it's interesting that I did uh, see that, that excerpt from the New York Times uh, editorial today, which is actually quite different from what they were writing at the beginning of this administration uh, at the earlier part of this year. Um, so, you know, it's always, um, it's always easy after Tuesday to, uh, to criticize um you know we are I, i've always been realistic about this we're going to go into a challenging 2022 election because it's a midterm election yes if it you go back is. and analyze since 1900 there have been exactly 30 midterm elections the party in power has lost seats in 27 of those 30 that's exactly 90 percent of them
2: joe biden the bucked the trend is- by us winning uh, uh new jersey normally they you lose you know the governorship in virginia and new jersey so it's just but i guess uh, the right man, yeah.
3: uh, it's it's the first time we saw a, a Democrat uh, reelected in in New Jersey since 1977, which yeah. yes is my birth year, Stephanie. 44 years ah. ago, not ah. 18 years ago. <laughs> Nailed um, it. Yes, uh, so, um, so, the so, Boy Scouts you know, have gotten look, so. I...
2: What liberal, liberal? I said the Boy Scouts have gotten so liberal with their age
3: um, limits. Limits. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, look, I, my view my view of the case is. Structurally speaking, it's always a challenge in a midterm election for whatever party is in power. Okay, yeah. so what can, we, what can we do? We have to not worry about that. We can only worry about what we can control. If we can pass these historic, popular things, yeah. we can say, look, we've delivered for the American people. Yep, Giving a tax cut to families with children, lifting more than 50% of children from below the poverty line to above the poverty line. Universal pre-K in America so that every three- and four-year-old, no matter where you are, will have access and be able to attend for free universal pre-K. Subsidized child care, paid family leave. I can go to the polls and talk about that and then turn to my Republican opponent and say, why do you oppose each and every one of those things? In my view, that gives us a fighting chance and something to run on, in addition to the fact that I do believe strongly that a year from now we will be in a much better position when it comes to COVID than where yeah. we still
2: are today. Absolutely. And also you're the one that's closest to actually having been in pre-K. So I think you can talk. Oh, very stop it. Compellingly <laughs> on stop that it.
0: Is- that's it. issue. No, Go but I, I will tell
3: you that as the father of a seven-year-old, what um, having to worry about childcare yes. or pre-K is such a worry, combined with the fact that when COVID first struck, um, You know, we were quite, my wife as a teacher, we were quite fortunate that when schools were closed that, well, my wife was teaching from home, too. So she was able to to stay at home with our daughter while I'm down in D.C. doing my job. If my wife had a different kind of job, she would have had to drop out of the workforce or Democrats would be down even one further vote because I would be at home. So that is
2: a, you know, for millions of women. Like millions yeah, of women that it, bore it, the brunt of this COVID absolutely. thing. I, mean, as I you- mean, the
3: recession was called the she-session mm-hmm. for a reason because yeah. so many women dropped out of the workforce.
2: And yeah. as you said, you know, again, we had a really when this passes representative, just trumpet what is in it, because the media is never going to help us. They're always going to talk about what the cost is and what the vote count is and, the, you know, the horse race. But you said it will cut taxes for families, create good paying jobs, give our kids cleaner air and water, make America the leader in global innovation and a whole lot more. Um, give me, let me give you two other hot takes on Tuesday, just because I want to get your take on this. So Joe Manchin said we're a center right country. I would g- profoundly disagree, again, if you look at all of the progressive policies in this bill and how wildly popular they are. Is is negotiating, you know, prescription drug prices, is, is that center-left or, or left? I, I don't think so. And 85% of the American people are for that. Um, James Carville said, what went wrong is just stupid wokeness. Uh, Terry McAuliffe is a pretty moderate, pretty centrist Democrat, right? I mean, I just, I, I think it's just, what we need to do is just calm the down and stop panicking right over tuesday don't you think and just get these bills passed
3: yeah look I, I take i mean part of why i cited this statistic and that i have been for a while just telling this to my colleagues about midterm elections which just to set expectations that there is a certain structural challenge that that we're facing um but we can work through it um i i will say and you might disagree with this stephanie I, i've always believed that we're an economically left-of-center country, but that we're a culturally moderate country. Mm. Um, that culturally speaking, you know, I think of folks in my district, you'll have a lot of people who on cultural issues do not consider themselves liberal, but then on economic issues, they support every single one of the Democratic positions and oppose every single one of the Republican positions. Yeah. I think that actually describes a lot of the people Joe Manchin represents in West Virginia as well. Mm. It certainly represents uh, a lot of the people in Pennsylvania I feel like when it comes to the cultural hot button issues, which frankly tend to motivate people more these days, I, when any party is goes off on an extreme, they probably tend to not do well at the polls.
2: Right, but I, what I would say is these things and these bills are not extreme positions. they are extremely no, po- not at all. popular popular no, so yeah not at all. and not I think one, we need to, not one of those things We yeah. also need to trumpet that a hundred percent of Republicans are against a hundred percent of what's yeah. in these bills they are not a governing party they are a party that supports insurrection i mean i also think just before you go wanted to get your take on january 6th we obviously know a lot more subpoenas are going out uh, i know liz cheney said they've done 150 interviews that they're getting a lot done behind closed doors um jeffrey Car- clark will testify today i guess behind closed doors um i think that's going to be another key factor is holding people to account for january 6th before the midterms what do you think
3: we absolutely have to do this. I mean, I, I tweeted a long time ago back in, in January that I believe Donald Trump needed to be held criminally responsible uh, by the Justice Department. Uh, I'm very concerned, by the way, that this Justice Department has not yet enforced the subpoena on Steve Bannon. We yeah. voted to hold him in contempt. Um, E.J. Dion in The Washington Post wrote a, a great piece that, that I contributed to some months ago Why Donald Trump and what happened on January 6th is entirely different from anything that happened previously in American history. If our side just looks the other way and um, doesn't want to pursue to the full extent of the law, all of those who were involved in January 6th, not just those who stormed the Capitol, but those who were supporting them and egging them on and paying for it, if we don't do that, we are just enabling another January 6th to happen in the future. And I'll say this, you know, I was passionately against George W. Bush in 2004. It was actually the first time I ran for office that year. I was against Mitt Romney in 2012. At no point, I was against John McCain in 2008, supported John Kerry, supported Barack Obama twice. At no point, though, as strongly as I was against those Republicans, at no point did it ever pop in my head, geez, if the other side wins, our democracy might disappear. Yep. Those yep. are the kind of stakes we're talking about in 2022
2: and 2024 on yep. the we, other side. Way. We've got to get a carve-out for voting rights. i got to tell you, that is the yeah. like job one. But, um, Representative, you are always a great American and a great sport, and I'm sure the pride of your wee league, and I always Stop appreciate it. the time. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wow. Getting
3: the last Utah. dig in. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, Stephanie let me say as young as I may look you look younger.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh you're okay. such a politician. Oh, Hooray!
4: Now no, no, no. hey, no, we're going to have yeah. to deal with the aftermath oh, of what you did. I'll be just here said. I'll be here all weekend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>